Happy Monday, and I'm here at the Thirst Trap. Under pressure, hyperbarics with Nicole Garrett, the founder and CEO. And today, today, you gotta listen, we're gonna be talking about the cheat codes to recovery. So Nicole, how you doing today? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm phenomenal, it's Monday, it's a new week, it's October. Yeah. Um, so tell us more about, you know, under pressures. Is it hyperbarics or hyperbarics? Hyperbarics. Hyperbarics. Like so what is it? Hyper means increased. Okay. And then barics is pressure. So we increase pressure. Increase pressure to. So if I, when you think about hyperbaric oxygen, if I were to just put you on oxygen right now, yeah. not going to do a whole lot for you. You're otherwise healthy. Yeah. What we do with hyperbaric oxygen therapy, we put you inside a chamber, we pressurize the chamber and we can manipulate how we get oxygen into your body. Mm. So we're dissolving oxygen into all your body fluids. You don't even need your red blood cells anymore. And that oxygen goes to all your tissues, all those injuries, that shoulder you just dislocated. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It gets in there, it pulls that inflammation down, yeah. we throw some stem cells at it, and, and recover. Recover, yeah. Hey guys, that sounds like a lot, but I promise you it's good. But before we tap into that, who is Nicole and how did you get started into like, you know, yeah. Barracks, like, where did it all start for Yeah, you? so I was a commercial diver by trade. So hard hat diver, kind of underwater welding. If you think diver about. like in the ocean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like the big steel helmets, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's why it's part of our logo. Okay. Uh, and a dive medic. And from there I went on to work at UCSD. We worked in trauma for a long time, mm-hmm. so a lot of big crush injuries, massive blood loss, kind of big things. Mm-hmm. Went on to do traumatic brain injury research for the Department of Defense. And then from there, I started opening hospital-based facilities all over the country. So most hospitals don't own their chambers. It's kind of a lot that goes into yeah. putting this together. So they contract it out. So what people, or what demographic of people use the chambers the most? Is it the elderly? Is it athletes? Is it you know people who construction workers, like people yeah. with injuries, like who? Yeah, it's anyone who needs to recover. Okay. So. By default, you do get a lot of elderly. Okay. Um, just because as we age, things don't heal as well as they used to. Yeah. There's a ton of research going into dementia and Alzheimer's and actually lengthening the telomeres on your DNA. So anti-aging on a DNA level okay. from this. But outside kind of the hospital-based things, I mean, we're in LA. We treat all your stunt people here because yeah. they come bouncing out of the chamber and like, I feel amazing. <laughs> and we're like, right. don't re-hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just, like I said, it's a cheat code for recovery. Yeah. So if you can go in, get the therapy, and then come out feeling amazing, why not? Yeah, I mean, I was here not too long ago. I'm thinking July. Uh, I came from my shoulder. I dislocated it. Yeah. Um, you put me in. I think I was in there for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Now, me, because I've done it multiple times, like I understand the feeling it does for me, but what is the actual process that's happening while I'm in there to my muscles and my body when yeah. I'm under pressure? Yeah, so kind of like I said in the beginning, when we put you in the chamber and we, we're, we're compressing your whole body, okay. now anything that you breathe is concentrated and it's dissolved in all your fluids. So like think of, think of a soda that's carbonated, all these yeah. little bubbles inside there. Well, uh, now that concentrated oxygen is going in your joints and it calms down the inflammation, mm. it stimulates collagen synthesis, yeah. it stimulates stem cells to be released, and your body just goes, okay, where do I put this? And your whole body's in there, so it's going to start healing everything, not just the shoulder. Not just the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And how often does someone with an injury or, say like people got, I know people who have like lower back problems, right? Yeah. How often should they come in? Once a week, once a month, several times a month? Like, 
how consistent should they be to kind of get the full benefit? That depends on their specific injury. And when people yeah. come in, we do a full consult, kind of get their whole makeup yeah. and figure out what the best plan is for them. Yeah. So if you have kind of a long-term nagging injury lower back, a lot of times you can find a good maintenance dose. Yeah. A lot of our referring surgeons come in after a long day of surgery because they're hunched over uh, the patient all day, they get that same back pain. They come in once and they're great for another month or two. Yeah. If you're really trying to heal an injury, like our athletes, our health yes. athletes that come in, you want to come in every day. It's, it's like your antibiotics. You don't skip a dose. Really? Every day? Every day. And um, get wow. that compound. So do you like the professional athletes that play big time sports, let's say someone like LeBron James, does he use this uh, equipment or technology uh, every day? He tries to. He has what's called a mild hyperbaric chamber. So okay, what's that? That's, this is a can of worms where people are going to start getting really upset. <laughs> um, mild hyperbarics was developed and approved for treating altitude sickness only. Okay. So for our fire, wildland firefighters that go up in the mountains and fight fires, they get altitude sickness. They're working hard, they're breathing heavy, there's not as much oxygen in the mountains. Yeah. They, they can put them in those soft-sided mild chambers to bring them back to sea level or so. And treat it on the mountain so they can go back out and fight. Okay. To do that here, it's not enough oxygen to be dissolved in your tissues to drive it into those injuries. Mm -hmm. So you really need kind of these more powerful chambers. Yeah. So that's what he was using. That's part of the reason his injury took so long to heal. Yeah. You take someone like Mo Bamba who had the same injury. He came Mo in. Mo Bamba is an NBA player, right? NBA on the Lakers. Okay. He came in here every day and had some of the same co-therapies with the hyperbarics yeah. and was cleared by the playoffs to yeah. go back in. So and that's just more, much more powerful. So, you know, I know not only you got the hyperbaric, but you have a lot of other, you know, services here. You know, for me, I went to France this past summer. You guys had a jet lag drip. Yeah. You know, I felt incredible. My time on the plane, when I got off, when I came back. So, along with the hyperbaric, what else services do you guys provide that benefits the whole ecosystem of the body? Yeah, so we do do the IV therapy, yeah. um, different just high nutrient IVs. The, the advantage of doing an IV versus just taking your multivitamins, depending upon your gut health and your ability to absorb those vitamins, doing an IV, we bypass that. Okay. It's in your system. So quicker? Yeah, okay. it's quicker, but you also are guaranteeing absorption. Okay, if you break have that down. To, You're not guaranteeing you absorption to, when I'm not taking my vitamins? When you eat your vitamins, it's got to go to your stomach, it's got to be broken down, uh, your small intestine, your large intestine, they all start absorbing things. But if that's not optimized for okay, whatever reason, then you can't absorb everything. So is liquid vitamin, vitamins better than like capsules? Kind of have it, it it's still It's still a largely dependent on your own gut health. Okay, got it. And so, you know, Everyone's got inflammation right now. Our yeah. diet's a huge component of that. If your gut's inflamed, you're not absorbing everything. So then you're just going to pee it out. And what keeps a person gut inflamed? Is it like just the hereditary DNA? Is it lack of rest? Is it stress? Like what? Well, stress is probably the biggest trigger of inflammation in the body. Got it. Over, over everything else. Yeah. Um, but then you got to look at what you're putting in. You can't you can't put in 85 octane, 87 octane into a high performing body and expect to win yeah. the next F1 race. It's just not gonna happen, you know. <laughs> right. So you can't stop the packaged foods, stop the processed foods. Just get real food. Yeah. So for someone who travels a lot, like myself, like I'm going to Cancun in a month, what type of drip should I come in and get? 
I would do the jet lag IV preemptively yeah. or the immune IV just because you're on a plane, touching a lot of communal things. Yeah. You just want your immune system to optimize so you don't get there and then get sick. Right. And um, part of the benefit of the IV too is just hydration. And what is, what's the ingredients in those IVD? Are you aware of? It depends on which one. A lot of it's heavy on B vitamins. That's great for your immune system. Mm -hmm. We do B12 pushes. We'll do glutathione. Yeah. 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 Um, you do that as a push, too, through the IV. Really good for liver cleansing and liver health. Do you get IV drips? I do. You do? How many times? A week or a month? Um, well, anytime someone calls out and we already mix their bag, it's kind of a race to see who gets it. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, sometimes about once a week, mm. just to get that high dose, and I do take daily multis, got but, it, got it. you know. And so you got that. You was telling me about uh, this machine here, people. Is the is the oxygen therapy or a heat boot? What you say? E boot. So e this is this is our newest oxygen under pressure delivery system. Yeah. It's uh, extracorporeal blood oxygenation and ozonation. So What's that? can you break down the terminology? Right. <laughs> uh, we take out your blood. Okay. It goes through actually a pretty powerful filter first. So they already use it to take cholesterol out of your blood and help lower cholesterol. After it goes through the filter, we oxygenate it, okay. and you will actually see your dark deoxygenated blood coming out on one side and healthy bright red blood wow. coming back in. And then we can also dose ozone. So you clean the blood. We're saying. cleaning the blood. Interesting. And ozone is O3. So you know, everyone knows like O2, it's written everywhere, yeah. every logo you see. Oxygen's a really stable molecule in pairs. You add a third oxygen molecule on there, it's not stable. We put yeah. it in your body and it throws off that extra oxygen yeah. and uh, helps to grab free radicals, grab toxins, mm -hmm. pull it out. Yeah. And specifically biofilms. So bacteria, viruses, part of the reason our immune system struggles to yeah. get to those is it can't get through the biofilm, they're little protective shields. So the ozone, and same with the hyperbaric oxygen, that extra oxygen takes away their shield. Mm. Now your immune system has a better chance of penetrating. Got it. And would people, so all people come use this? Or yeah. This? yeah. Um, Speak up. Yes. <laughs> A little bit louder. for you guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so for the, the uh, what's it again? Ebu. The Ebu. Much easier just to call it Ebu. Ebu. <laughs> and it benefits, you know, clean out your blood, your blood cells, right? Clean, clean your blood cells, clean the toxins out of you. You know, it's not just red blood cells in your yeah, blood. Right. It's all the nutrients we just threw that in that IV. Yeah. It's all the toxins. <clears throat> uh -huh. There's bacteria in there. So it just cleans all that out. Got it. And how often should someone come and clean their blood? Once a month? Usually, if you're a pretty healthy person, you do it on like a quarterly basis. Oh, wow. Or even twice yeah. a year. Yeah. If you're overcoming being sick, having COVID especially, yeah. you know, everyone's got long COVID right now, those long-term symptoms, mm -hmm. then you can kind of do it every week for a month and then go back to something like maintenance. So this is like helps if you have COVID, you're saying? Oh yeah, oh, huge. Because wow. COVID weakens your immune system because your body's trying so hard to take care of the COVID that your right. underlying sicknesses come out. Got one it. of the big ones we see is everyone had mono or Epstein-Barr as a kid. We're seeing a huge resurgence of that. That's because the COVID took down your immune system. Mm. So now that it's been hiding in there yeah, is yeah, coming yeah. out. And the thing is, you know, I think the biggest thing about what you guys do is beneficial for not only for the body, but for the mind, but for the entire like body. Yeah. But what I've noticed and what I understand from the world at large and people out there is that the lack of information, the lack of education, 
you know, we had a lot of, a lot of terms in here in this discussion thus far. Um, I want to kind of take it back and kind of like break it down to make it make sense in a way where people feel comfortable and confident in coming and getting an hyperbaric chamber, getting an IV drip, you know, cleaning up their blood. What can you say from your perspective to make people feel safe that they're coming to a place that's going to benefit them and not hurt them? Because I think when people think of the things we've talked about, spoke on, they're like, oh, that's what you do. You work out and you're a recovery guy. And I was like, no, this is for everybody. Yeah. You know, this is open to everyone. So what is it that you can say or give people so they can understand why it's so important to recover your body and put your well-being first? Yeah, well, I think I think we're seeing this everywhere right now. As people are great at finally getting in the gym or starting yeah. to change, but they don't give themselves the proper recovery. Yes, they don't have the rest. They're not getting the nutrients back in to yeah. rebuild what you just stripped down. Yes, um, and then again, our favorite, most recent disease process everywhere, COVID, just it just strips a lot out of you. Mm. And so coming in here or somewhere like here, as long as you have the right training and right equipment and right staff, is a very. I mean, it's very safe. Yeah. All we're doing with the hyperbaric oxygen, it's pressure and it's oxygen, and we're letting your body do the rest. We're just using that pressure to kind of manipulate how we get it done. Yeah, and I think I think on a on this worksheet that we provided here, we're talking about like people like post surgery, mm -hmm. um, people who have like um, cerebral palsy. Uh, a lot of these things. Oh, here it is, right here. So diabetes, cancer, autism, Lyme disease, recovery from plastic surgery, sports injury, stroke. Traumatic brain injury is usually helps when they come to the chamber, right? Yeah, I mean on a fundamental level All of those things are being treated the same way. Oh, so we're getting oxygen to areas that it was deprived Okay, if you had surgery, we'd literally cut the oxygen supply off because we cut those blood vessels Yeah, when we put you in the chamber. We're re-oxygenating that area and with hyperbaric oxygen It's the only thing we have in medicine that will regrow new blood vessels. So if you have a damage from surgery, if you have damage from a traumatic brain injury because your brain hit the inside of your skull and you have a giant bruise on your brain where all those little tiny blood vessels have been ruptured, now we put you in the chamber and we just get oxygen there. You had a stroke, it's a little blockage of the blood flow in your brain and it cannot get past there. So we flood the area of oxygen and then when you come out, we take it out every day. That's what stimulates your body to go, wait a minute, I had something there a minute ago. And I don't have it. I'm gonna create it. And how long does it take for someone to notice recovery when they do the chamber? For our athletes who are in tune with their bodies, they come out literally after one treatment, yeah. jumping around, bouncing around. For us more regular people that aren't like on your level, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't always notice it right away. But surgeons will tell you they can see it in the OR after one treatment, yeah. and it's happening. Yeah, I, I wanted to say, you know, it was two years ago. I was doing hyperbaric at a different place. And I was just doing, I was like, let me try, let me see. Like, I didn't feel anything. But there was a moment where, <laughs> maybe I thought I got COVID, I was like freaking out, my lower back was hurt, my upper back was hurt, and I was just like, my immune system is breaking down, I'm weak. And I got in the chamber, and I felt totally different. Yeah. And I was just like, what happened? Yep. Like, I don't, like, I knew my body changed, and I felt better, but I'm like, oh, it really works. Yeah. You know? Yes. Sometimes people think this thing can be a placebo effect, right? Because yeah. we tell you, you believe it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we can see it on a cellular level. We have data to show we go this deep for this tissue, and we go deeper for muscle, and even yeah. deeper for bone based on time to get the oxygen in there. We can see it. But to feel it, yeah, yeah. sometimes it feels slow. We're a, 
I want my magic pill society. Yeah, because I want I wanted to heal like right now, yeah. right away. Uh, now, I got a few people that I know, and I don't know if hyperbaric will change or help this, where they're having a lot of tension in their, uh, their face, like in their jars. Does oxygen help with that or loosen that up? Or Well, that's good. I mean, on some level, yes, okay. because you're going to get the inflammation down. Mm -hmm. But if they have a lot of tension in their jaw, they probably are grinding their teeth at night mm. or sleeping tense. And so sometimes a night guard can help. Botox, and your insurance will usually even approve that, yeah. will help you do Botox around the crown, the jaw, and down here. Mm -hmm. helps migraines. I would look into that as well. Yeah. It'll make them feel better getting treatment, yeah. but then if they stop doing treatments, it would come back. That would be something I'd uh, say look into the cause. Yeah. And so they probably would have to kind of be consistent. Yeah. Coming back. Coming back. What about that. like you like knee injuries, like right underneath the kneecap? Like yeah. Tendinitis or like elbows. You know, I have clients that are older and they're always having tendinitis issues. So anytime you have itis, yeah. itis means inflammation. <laughs> Okay. So yes. That simple. Just <laughs> inflammation. Very potent anti-inflammatory. Got it. And so that and that stuff will subtly go away when you're coming in, and then you'll stop treatment. And we've actually had a lot of patients get off their arthritis medications because mm. they can get the inflammation down. But again, if you're not stopping the trigger, yeah, the inflammatory foods or the poor habits, sometimes it's posture related, mm -hmm. then it will come back. So yes, we can get it to go away, but it's a band-aid for some of that. Now, if it's an injury and you have a lack of oxygen and we get that blood supply fixed, yeah. you're great. And what is like the most common issue that you or challenge you guys see here on a day-to-day -day basis or weekly basis? As far as what people coming in, like coming in for is it like migraines? Is it shoulders? Is it back? Is it knees? Like, or just overall, just immune system weak? Like, what is it? We're seeing well, we're seeing a lot of. You know, I don't know if it's necessarily long COVID or just post-viral in general mm. after the flu. We do see a ton of post-surgery, and okay. we are in Beverly Hills, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a huge uh, area of specialty here. Yeah. Um, but I would say surgery and traumatic brain injuries are probably the two most prevalent for us right now. Yeah. Surgery? Surgery. Is it because the surgery just put too much inflammation on their body once they made the tra transition? Like no, so you can have complications after healing. Usually it's it's where they bring the tissue back together and those edges don't heal all the way. Yeah. But also you can prevent scarring and treat scarring with the chamber because you get that inflammation down and you get the oxygen in there right away. So are you saying up. people should come before they get that surgery? You should do, you should do <laughs> one to three treatments before. Oh. And then do seven to ten after if everything's going perfect. If there's yeah. complications, sometimes you need more. If you had a lot of surgery in that area before, I would actually do ten to twenty before your treatment. Okay. Get all the blood supply fixed before they go in and cut it apart again. Yeah. And do do doctors that do this type of surgery do they prefer patients to do that? Or do yeah. They prep them before coming in. Most I'm not of sure they do. most of our surgeons in the area now tell them. If they're not smokers, come in for a couple treatments before. Yeah. If you have a smoking history, again, you've got blood vessel damage. So mm. that's due 10 to 20 before to make sure the surgery will be successful. Otherwise, we know when we cut, it's going to mm. fail. And so would you say hyperbaric is more like a deep uh, meditation for the body? Because I feel like when you're in there, you're like your body like automatically like resets or regulates like to its normal self. Like you're more like not depleted, but... 
you're not tense. You're not yeah. thinking. You're more like, I always fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, most people are very relaxed in there. Yeah. You remove your cell phones and yeah. any stimuli. Yeah. So in that sense, it's very forced. A lot of our patients like to listen to frequency music and meditations oh, while yeah, they're in sure. there and get the dual benefit. Yeah. But there is some benefit to just that much pressure being on your body. It's kind of, you know, yeah. you get some lymphatic drainage. You get it's like a big hug. You know, for the for the world we live in today, you know, my intentions for the world is to be healthier, to heal, to be better, to be stronger, wiser, you know, to help the ecosystem of themselves. Mm -hmm. What is your intentions for under pressure hyperbarics and how do you see things moving forward for humanity from your lens? Or what do you want to see? Well, more prevention. We're mm. still a very reactionary society when it comes to healthcare or personal health. We wait till something's wrong. Why is that? How do we do that? Well, some of that's culture. Okay. You know, that's all, that's just how it's been forever. We're not yeah. a society of prevention. Our insurance companies don't support a lot of prevention. If you're going to do a lot of that preventative stuff, it's out of your own pocket. Mm. So they wait till it gets so bad they have to go in, and then, yeah. you know, ounce of prevention is a pound of cure. If you can come in, if you can keep the inflammation down in your body, keep yourself hydrated, get adequate rest, yeah. you probably never progress to that oh no, I have this very big thing wrong with me. Yeah. Or if it happens, you're gonna recover so much faster. And what, what is, there's a, there's a frequency, uh, there's a, a paradigm around holistic well-being and preventive care. Why is that? Like I said earlier, like people are afraid, unconsciously. Even like if my parents came to town, my mom was here like last summer, and I wanted to take her to cry, she didn't want to get in the chamber. I, and it's like she just was so resistant, which I get because she's not comfortable, it's not common, but it's a stereotype, it's a paradigm that, why is it like that? Is it because it's too attached to like being in a hospital or being less or sick? Or I think even with cryo and some of those, I yeah. think there's just largely a fear of the unknown. Mm. Um, with hyperbaric oxygen therapy, there's often a fear of claustrophobia. Yes. You know, that's part of the reason we have those clear acrylic chambers. I wish we had one here right Same, now. Yeah. See. It's a little loud. Go to their page room. right now. <laughs> Under pressure. Um, but the, the clear chambers, you can see out. We yeah, can yeah. communicate the whole time. And some of that's just education. Yeah. Uh, being comfortable with the unknown and diving in. It's not something, I mean, a lot of people look at this and go, you're going to take my blood? Right. Wow. Yeah. Or uh, oh, even getting like, you know, a drip and you gotta, you know, yeah. get some blood out of it or stimulate that. Another thing that I realize is that investment, I always say the greatest investment we make in life is in ourselves. Yes. So people yes. might not want to pay for training. They might not want to pay for a vitamin drip or a hyperbaric. But it's better in you, the mm -hmm. vibration of you. I guess this goes back to what you said before because we're programmed not to invest in our health and well-being. Yeah. Why is that? Who is driving that? intention for us to be that way <laughs> you wow. know it's like we're gonna eat unhealthy food we're not gonna work out we're gonna drink we're gonna party yeah. but we're not gonna invest in the health of our body yeah yeah i don't have the answer for that <laughs> but we i mean just look at most of the u.s compared to europe where you just came mm, from yeah we worked like live to work yeah. Where they work to, to live. live. Yeah. There's a huge balance where they take time off midday and do their siesta. Yes. But that's their self care. It's also putting the big meal in the middle of the day instead of right before you go to bed. Yes. That's their programming is different. Their culture is mm. different. Our culture is work. Yes. And that means work, grab some food as you're running down. I'm a victim of this. Yeah, I mean, I eat at my desk while I'm working. The last time I took an actual lunch, I couldn't help. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got to stop that. I just want more people to be healed and have the information about hyperbaric. So, yeah. what part of uh, LA are we in right now? We're in Beverly Hills or West Hollywood? We are right on the edge. Technically, the edge. Beverly Hills, a couple blocks from Cedars, but we're right on the edge. And what, so you got the IV, you got hyperbaric, uh, what else do you guys have here? We do peptide therapy. Peptides. What's, what's that? Peptide? Peptides are kind of hard to explain, but peptides like are cells? something, not like stem cells, peptides are something though that's inside your body that okay. you have, but you can supplement with. The okay. most famous peptide right now is segmaglutide. That's what's in Ozempic. Okay. That's the big one that's helping all the diabetics lose weight, get their sugars under control. Yeah. But it's not a drug per se. It's something your body makes and we're just supplementing more of it. it. Those are all mostly injections every day though. Okay. Um, and why are people using it? I see a lot of people losing weight here in LA, Hollywood. Is there a side effect to that? The cyclaglutide does have some side effects. Um, and again, just like anything, you can have too much of something. So you yeah. have to be careful. If someone has any history of thyroid issues, they can't do that. Mm -hmm and can cause thyroid issues. And you have to watch your pancreas a little bit. So it's working with our insulin system that's yeah. driven by our pancreas. So it can yeah. cause some inflammation in the pancreas. So it's not one you just wanna like jump into. You want a doctor to be monitoring your labs and making sure we're not stimulating inflammation during that process. Yeah, yeah. well, people, be aware. Yeah. Those peptides, yeah. those types. Yeah. But anyway, what is your ideal uh, client as far as like health and well-being? Like what they should eat, what you recommend they do? Uh, once a week, a few times a week to be, you know, fully healthy? Well, I think our ideal client is just someone who is an active participant. Okay. And that's true of anything in health. You have to actively be doing all the things you need to do outside of here to maximize yeah. the effort, the money, and the time that you're putting for being here. Yeah. This is a great anti-inflammatory. It's going to stimulate stem cell release. It's, it's going to get you where you want to be. But if you walk out the door and go eat a cheeseburger and french fries and a soda full of sugar and carbs and fats and salts then you're undoing the benefits yeah so you want to you want to put everything in place and have amazing results yeah and I, you know like you said we're so programmed to do the opposite yes because i think social media the media has pushed out all the unhealthy things that we think we need or want and sometimes it's not food you know sometimes tell people get married or get a college degree yeah. or buy that home and it's not sustainable for everybody. Mm -hmm. I want to say that I think it's important if you can, three times or four times a week, move your body for 30 minutes. Yes. Right? Just to, yes. Even if you just power walk in, you go on a hike, you're spending time in nature, right? Um, try your best to eat as clean as you can, right? And understand what is your blueprint and your program when it comes to health and well-being. And more importantly, what is health to you? Because everybody's concept yes. around health and well-being is totally different. Yeah. I know people say, I can eat what I want because I work out five times a week. Okay. But that's their concept. doesn't mean it, it's going to work long term. Yeah. Um, but I just think recovery. Even when I just got a, a certification in my NASM cert, there was nothing in the certification that talked about recovery at all. Yeah. It talked about overtraining. Yeah. But they didn't talk anything about recovery. Why is recovery such a hidden factor when it comes to the physical training for the health of your body? Like, why we don't? Why is it not out in the front? Like, you know, I have a client. She says she's all about longevity over vanity, right? Because mm -hmm. fitness. Look at me. Yeah. But no one talks about I'm healed or I'm recovered. Like, why is it not? Why is it not pushed out enough? 
Is it is it becoming a new thing now? It's the society is changing as a whole. Yeah. People are kind of waking up to this. People are starting to look at prevention, anti aging. Yeah. Um, but that's actually a good concept for her because you can do the fitness and look good now, but as you yeah. age, if you're not doing the right things to recover and replenish, it's gonna show. Yeah. It's gonna show in your tissues. Your your collagen's not gonna last. It's gonna sag, and then you're gonna be right. forced to do something to compensate versus. Yeah. Again, just preventing it, doing it right the first time. Yeah, and I think these things should be in school. They should build them in curriculums. You yeah, know, they should be. You know, I, I I said before that she should come up with a book. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. cheat codes. What is it? Cheat codes for what do we say? Healing, right? Or recovery? Recovery. Because if you know how to recover your body, then I always say you know, in nutrition they teach you how to add and not take away. Because when you start adding the right things, the wrong things will start falling off. Yeah. So I feel like if people knew the benefits of recovering their body, they'll understand, you know, the benefits of moving their body. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know neither, it's like, why would you do it? So I just think, you know, we need hyperbaric chambers in every university, every school. I'm not sure if they have any. Maybe they do in the major D1s, but I know when I was in college, I don't remember having this type of equipment or ozone therapy. Yeah. Or... Uh, vitamin drips. You don't need a vitamin drip. You was hungover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is that? Yeah. Like, why not just weekly or monthly or quarterly that we should get these drips? Yeah. And I think it's something that we should definitely be moving towards. Yeah. But there has to be an acceptance for it. Mm -hmm. And how do know. we accept it? I feel like you have the answer to that. Well, I think allopathic medicine has to accept it more. Allopathic. What is that? Allopathic is your traditional medicine, okay. which is what we primarily use in the U.S. Yes. It's not more the holistic, okay. where we look at your whole thing. We go, you have a knee injury, I'm going to send you an ortho, he's going to look at your knee. Yeah. Whereas you go to someone who's like a chiropractor, and they're going to say, yes, you have a knee injury, but did you know your foot was partially dislocated? So mm. every, every step you take, you're putting undue stress on your knee. Yeah. Or like half the pro athletes I've seen in here for knee and ankle injuries, come in not for the first injury but because the other side is now starting to do the same thing because yeah. they've been overcompensating and didn't treat the source yeah. so getting that recovery in the first time would have prevented the secondary injury for them yeah, yeah I mean recovery people recovery your body by the way follow under pressure hyperbarics on Instagram do you guys got anything going on for like you know this fourth quarter and the programs or discounts or anything in particular that people should look forward to yeah this month we're really by the way are you doing anything virtually because you know we are in la do you do yeah we do of? we do virtual consults obviously okay. our facilities here but if you're looking for a good program and then you know you yeah. live in atlanta or you live in new york or right. whatever we do do telemed consults to at least help you build a plan we yeah. can do some of your initial nutrition and hormone testing yeah. mail that out and then set you up with a good clinic. We are our goal is to open more under pressures. We have a couple in the works, yeah. but um, and how important is hormones like for a person's uh, individual body? Because you got people who go to the gym and they work out, but then they can't drop the weight, or you know they bloat it all the time, and it could be something in their hormones or in their blood that they don't know about. It blood work helps tremendously with figuring that out. Okay. Uh, because a lot of that prevents recovery. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so do you Take blood here? Yeah. Okay. We do. And then um, we also take it here, but we can mail the kits to your office or set you up with LabCorp wherever you're at. Yeah. And then interpret the results, results and give you a plan. Got it. Yeah. So, but your hormones are important. They're like on and off switches for everything yeah. in your body. And so if those are off, they're going to be a huge factor on why you can't lose weight or why you feel you can't recover. All of that. 
mean, it, I mean, I just think in general, I've been recovering and working out for years, but what I do know, I always say it's the most undervalued thing in the world is rest. Yes. You don't get out we rest. We do not. Rest, sleep. Yes. Like, we have to rest. And I think recovery is the cousin or the, you know, form of rest, mm -hmm. right? Because you're allowing yourself to let go and receive. Yeah. It's like when we're resting, we're receiving, when we're working out, we're going, we're giving. Well, and when you sleep is when your body does all its repair work. Yeah. So if you're not getting adequate sleep and adequate rest, then all that work you put in, yeah. you can't recover from it. Yeah. There was a pretty famous study for athletes done. Um, it was, Nike sponsored it, the Nike Project, but they took a bunch of athletes. They had them train at sea level, but sleep in a hypobaric environment. So okay. it's like sleeping at altitude. It's kind of like all of our yeah, fighters yeah, yeah, we know yeah, yeah. go train at Big Bear. And they all improved their times. And it's kind of like a legal way of blood doping. By depriving your body of oxygen at night, your body's forced to make more red blood cells to carry. The problem with the study they also found was everyone had more injuries and most of them couldn't fully finish because at the most important time of repair, their sleep, they didn't get enough oxygen. Wow. So, so then, like if you lived in like Denver or in Colorado, mm -hmm. would that be the case? It would be. If you're born there, your body naturally adapts. You guys yeah. have the cheat code embedded in you. But if you or I went there because we're not used to living there, yeah. yeah, it's a factor. And why is that? I remember when I was in Mexico City, I think the altitude was maybe like four or 5,000 and I was working out. I'm like, why am I so tired? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Is it because the air is like thicker it's, there? Or no, it's thinner. It's thinner. Okay. So there's less atmospheric pressure on top of you. So right now we're basically at sea level in Los Angeles. 21% oxygen we're breathing here. Yeah. When you go up to altitude, say 4,000 feet, you have less atmospheric pressure. We're only getting 19% oxygen. Oh, okay. Every breath you take, every move you make, your body still wants to use the same amount of oxygen, but it's not there. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what the hyperbarics does. We, we just bypass all that and dissolve in your fluids. But you go up to altitude, a lot of those athletes end up sleeping in an altitude tent or going to train there and then getting a hyperbaric treatment during yeah. the day to compensate for the loss. Yeah, I think Canelo was, was training in uh, Colorado for his Oh, yeah. And so that benefits, but does they stay there the whole time? You, you live there the whole time. Got it. You have to be in that environment at least 10 hours a day mm. to kind of get that benefit. Yeah. So usually it's just a little, if I'm going to be stuck inside this environment, I'll sleep. But again, that's your most important recovery time. That's when your body starts head to toe. That's when you clean out all the debris and chemicals in your brain. That's why you don't sleep well for a while and you feel brain fog. Yeah. You're just you're literally not able to clean it out. Well, this was a beautiful discussion. Do we have any questions? Uh, what you got there, Sheila? Anything? Ibu. Ibu. So Ibu, if you guys want to know a little bit more about yeah. it, and I am not the absolute specialist on it, we have someone that comes in every week to do it for us, but um, there's different forms of ozone that you can get. So some people will just get ozone injections in joints. And oh, you, you, can just, do that. you just put it right in the joint, your body takes that oxygen, and again, it's kind of like working a little bit like stem cells, but it's also got a powerful cleaving factor. The next is just to take out a pint of blood inject the ozone in it, and then reinfuse it. Yeah. And they have some of those called the 10 pass, where they'll do that 10 times. Most people don't make it a full 10 times, your blood's gonna clot off. With this, because it's a closed system, we can do half of your blood all at once. Okay. And the reason we like this system over the others is one, the manufacturer of this was very good about researching the products they used, the tubing, because oxygen is corrosive. So if you're not using the right components in the machine, 
you're going to oxidize it and you're going to overdose some of the ozone. Oh. So they eliminate all of that. But also you have the filter on here. And that filter is about half the powerhouse of the EU. We're pulling blood clots out of people that just had COVID. And you can see it in the lines. When we run the full system, you'll see we can pull in extracellular waste off of your cells. So those, everyone who does EBU is like, I feel amazing. I slept for the first time. Like they're you know, starting to lower some of their medications. Again, it's powerful just lowering your cholesterol too. And what is like the average cost for something like this for someone who coming who get this? Yeah, I think they're about eighteen hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. And what about hyperbaric if someone wants to come in? Hyperbaric, if you if you can't use insurance, we start around three hundred fifty an hour. Yeah. And if someone has uh, asthma, is hyperbaric like recommended for them because they have trouble breathing? It's it's not gonna affect your asthma negatively okay. at all. Uh, if patients really want to take their inhaler and we can do that. But your inhaler works like a vasoconstrictor to kind of reduce the inflammation in there. That's what this naturally does. Well, With oxygen therapy, other than recovery, with some other fun facts that you can get from HBO? Fun facts from HBO. I mean, other than recovery, it stimulates collagen synthesis. So anyone who's been working a career in hyperbarics, everyone's always like, you guys look so young. Yeah. The coolest research I've seen in uh, oxygen therapy or hyperbaric oxygen therapy in the last couple of years was came out of Israel. And they took 40, I believe it was 40 people with a median age of 65 years old, took out their DNA, mapped out their telomeres. Their goal was to kind of prevent the degradation of every year your telomeres get shorter. That's your tails of your DNA. And that's what we have to replicate to make new skin cells, new pancreas cells, new brain, whatever. And they gave them 60 hyperbaric treatments for two hours, remapped it out, and not only did they halt regression, but they actually regrew the length of their telomeres. So on a DNA, DNA level, they were 40 years old. So they took them from 65 to 40 years old on a DNA level, which is groundbreaking. We always knew it made you look younger and you feel better. Yeah, I've never heard that. But to have your DNA show the benefit was it's pretty groundbreaking. So we gotta get people to come in. You wanna look younger, feel younger, be younger. We're all younger. Yeah. Young forever. And Eric was on your shirt. Oh, MJ Fadeaway, the great Salvador, the GOAT. You know, I got that energy on today. But yeah, Nicole, this was uh, amazing. I'll definitely be here to get a vitamin drip and um, also to try, I got to do another hyperbaric chamber. chamber. Only thing is my ears, ugh, pop. Yes. You pop. So. so you gotta, it's just, for those of you that haven't done it, going on a hyperbaric chamber, it's, we call them dives because you're just like a scuba diver, you're diving, yeah. but it's the exact opposite of flying. So it's like landing in the airplane first, you're going to feel that pressure on your ears, you got to clear them. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, we, how do you clear them? I can't, I can't do that for you. We can st now, unlike a plane, because we use single-person chambers, we can stop, we can wait for you to catch up, we can even go backwards. Yeah. Um, most people just kind of wiggle their jaw, wiggle yawn. Their jaw. You can valve salvo where you pinch your nose, puff yeah. out your cheeks, well, swallowing helps. Got it. Gum. Well, this was amazing. Thank you, Nicole. Oh, thank appreciate you. you. Yeah, I appreciate Fair. you coming out. Guys, follow Under Pressure Hyperbarics. Oh, we share Instagram. Do you have a personal page? How can people get yeah, more information from you? Yeah, you can find us DMU? Um, at, at Under Pressure Hyperbarics or yeah. underpressure.com. Got it. And get more details, more info, more information to better your situation. And listen, we're going to normalize recovery. It's yes. going to be normal. It's going to be the normal, common thing and things to come. So thank you, everyone, for joining and listening. Have a good one. Peace and love.